What's going on, guys? Alex Santiago here with the Digital Entrepreneur and Investor Podcast, where we do a weekly dive into the worlds of entrepreneurship, marketing, sales, and investing. Let's get started on today's episode. So for today's episode, guys, we actually have our second guest for the podcast. Uh, we'll be speaking with Gareth Manger. Uh, he is an online business coach and founder of Affluencer, a training and meal planning app for health and fitness influencers where they help fitness trainers scale online and build the businesses of their dream. All right. So, Gareth, um, you know, obviously you created, so you're an online business coach and founder of Affluencer, right? A training meal plan app for health and fitness influencers where they help fitness trainers scale online and build the business of their dreams. So I guess my first question is, how did you get in? Were you like a fitness coach before? Like what, what made you get into the, uh, this area, this space specifically? For how long have you got here, Alex? This is a, this is a <laughs> long story, but um, yeah, basically I've been in business now for the last uh, nine years and okay. uh, always been in the digital space. Uh, if I go back to my university years, I never really understood all wanted to know what I wanted to do. Uh, so I chose business management. I think it's one of those uh, subjects you pick if you don't really know where you want to go. Yeah, and I understand <laughs> but, that. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I fell into a job uh, Monday, Friday, nine to five. I thought I was going to be there for the rest of my life. Um, and I got promised a lot. I was getting paid well. Mm. I didn't really enjoy it. And then from there, uh, the company got bought up by another company and I had to make a decision where I wanted to go. So at 25, uh, I was at the time, okay. uh, basically, I was always interested in the digital space. Uh, so I actually bought into a franchise back in yeah, whatever year that was when I was 25. And um, from there, I just started falling, falling in love with helping small businesses and helping people with uh, a way to grow their business. Mm. What I was coming up with a lot was, I was having a lot of personal training customers, fitness coaches, so I really understood what the problems they were facing. So we, mm. the kind of services that we were, uh, that I was selling back then was web design, uh, app development. Okay. And kind of I went on then to build my own digital agency, uh, helping more specifically uh, personal trainers, uh, fitness coaches, and that's where I am today. Uh, we have a meal plan and automation system that helps our fitness trainers scale up uh, online. We've mm -hmm. got fitness trainers from startups uh, to some of our clients have got millions of followers. So that's kind of the short version of it. But I've always been interested in fitness, sport myself. Uh, I competed at high level uh, in judo for oh, nice. my country. Cool. So, so yeah, that was that's always so. Actually, entrepreneurship, digital, and Fitness, that's kind of my passion, basically. Nice, nice. And so how did you, so I'm guessing you learned digital marketing in like business school when you were at school and all that? Um, yeah, well, <clears throat> I, I liked it. So you got, what you got to realize when I was in university, social media wasn't taught, you know, mm -hmm. because if you think about Facebook actually launched in 2000. Six. Six, 2007 wasn't it yep. <clears throat> i was actually finishing university then you know ah, so, okay, okay. so i was i was learning all the traditional methods in marketing mm -hmm. um i guess it's completely different now but yeah i i i wouldn't actually recommend going to university if you want to start your own business because it doesn't actually uh i don't know it doesn't 
teach you the experiences that you actually learn when you actually start your own business. That's my personal opinion on that. Uh, so I had to do it the hard way. I had to dive into YouTube, mm. free courses, attending conferences, and actually learn in the hard way. Yep. Because your education is powerful power, and you have to learn <clears throat> to, yep. to get that knowledge. I'm a big believer in self-education. So that's, mm. that's key. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I'll fly, you know, halfway across the world to, you know, the traffic and conversion summit in San Diego. I've been there two or three times just oh, because nice. I just want to digest more knowledge um, and anything that's going to help my business grow and obviously help my clients as well. Right. Um, as you said, Alex, you, you, you know, self-development is so important and you just want to keep growing all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. That's one thing with, uh, with digi even digital marketing for me, it's been kind of newer. I, I think I've, I think I'm going six months on like actual digital marketing and learning. Like, uh, I did, uh, Google's digital garage. Um, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. doing, I'm good. doing, uh, a, the Acadium accelerator program right now at the moment. Cool. I did, I did the Shaw Academy digital marketing program. So I'm, I've been trying to teach myself digital marketing cause I've, I don't know. I grew, I guess I figured out what digital marketing like actually was in in my quest to figure out, you know, digital business and whatnot. Um, and I kind of just recently just grew like a really big interest in it. And I've been teaching myself all these different things about, you know, email. Mar I just actually launched my first email campaign actually for, uh, for the podcast. So that was actually pretty fun and exciting kind of learning the, the that stuff. But what, what would you say is your, I guess, Personally and for your clients, what is your favorite or your, um, I guess, your highest converting uh, marketing channel? Or I guess, yeah. Yeah, I think it's about split testing. I mean, every type of uh, social channel is, is important. They've mm -hmm. all got their benefits. Um, definitely email is, is really powerful. We see if you can get the funnel right and, mm -hmm. you know, you get the message right, um, then, you know, good things can happen, but it's not just about that. It's about the build up before that. So, you know, people buy off people because of trust and, right. uh, and, and, and they want value. They want, they want to build the relationship first, you know, mm -hmm. too many businesses. What I find is that they try sell into the customer immediately. So when yeah. you see, you know, market email marketing, bla uh, email blasts or, uh, yeah. different promotions, you know, they're selling to somebody when they don't even know who they are really. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, they didn't build a relationship with them. So how, how can you know how to sell them? Right. That's, that's right. Yeah. They have like the, the customer has to go down that customer value journey mm -hmm. and it's about being patient and building that journey. So you're taking the customer along each stage until they actually make that acquisition and, and purchase. So, um, so yeah, for, for me, there's, you know, it's quite a broad question in terms of, you know, what's the best one, because for example, we've got clients in terms of what's interesting in my field is that I may have a client who's got hundreds of thousands of followers and then mm. somebody else who's got maybe two or 3000 followers, but the two or 3000 followers, if they're the ones giving more value, mm. if they're the ones that are actually connecting with their customers more turning up and doing Instagram lives and, mm. and just, uh, being an expert in their niche or right, niche, right. as you guys say, yeah. <laughs> uh, then they will do better than the person with the hundreds of thousands. So everything starts off by building relationships and giving value. And from there, whether you're doing social media, whether you're doing email marketing, it becomes so much easier when for, from a conversion perspective. Well, I get when you uh, when you say like they have you know two three thousand followers or a hundred. Are you talking like Instagram primarily or Twitter or? In 
Yeah, yeah, uh, predominantly Instagram followers, but it could be across multiple social channels, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, you know, which okay, is the okay. newest crazy yeah. moment. Yeah, the one that's that's all the hype. Uh, Gary V definitely makes that obvious. But um, let's see, how patient were you when, when your business first started? How long did it take you to uh, get your first client, your first paid client? Uh, so, so this is a really good question because um, actually when I first started in business, uh, I was selling apps to small businesses and I thought it was going to be a walk in the park. I thought 2010, 2011 was you know, that type of year when people were starting to understand what apps were. Well, they didn't actually understand what they could do for the business, but they were like, oh, wow, I've got a smartphone. Maybe I need an app for my business, but they didn't know why. So I thought this is going to be an easy sell. It's a new trend. People are going to buy it. Mm -hmm. So when I went in for my first appointment, I remember doing the appointment and it was an absolute nightmare. You know, I just completely failed with the appointment. And actually, it took about 10, 15, 20 appointments until I had my first sale. And I was that close, you know, so close from actually quitting and just going back and getting another job. Because um, I think that's what so many people do. Mm -hmm. They go through stages where they think they're going to sell the product easy. uh, And then actually it's a lot harder than than they uh, expected. So for me, it was a lot of perseverance, persistence, Mm -hmm. and just training my mind to not give up and actually you've got you know in business as well especially what you'll find is when you start a business that a lot of people will friends even family they'll say to you look why the hell are you doing this maybe this isn't for you go and get a job there's more security there but you know they're only doing it because they care but actually what they're saying is wrong right so it comes down to like how who you take your advice from right because you don't want to take advice from somebody who isn't living the life that you want to live 100 percent. yes you want to be taking advice off people who have actually done it and had the experience but yeah that that took probably if you know thinking back probably two or three months to get my first sale and that was just from you know hardcore hustle you know Mm -hmm. so that wasn't essentially a digital marketing front but you know if you're reverting the question towards digital marketing um I just remember creating a funnel where, you know, we were uh, trying to get people in to book an appointment for free consultation. And that mm. started to work really well because of giving my time away for free. That was kind of my tripwire. Mm. I think initially I had a, a guide where we were giving um, advice on how to grow your business through, a di- through digital marketing. And mm. then it was a, a free consultation with me. For, so that was a, a very simple funnel that was very effective couple of years ago that I, I tested. Nice. And that was from the, um, for Affluencer? That was actually for my older company uh, when I was running a, a general digital marketing agency. Okay. 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 So you have, so you have more than one uh, digital marketing agency. So one dedicated specifically towards fitness coaches and then just a general. So, that, so my, so my last business, so I sold that and I just purely focused on Affluencer, which is basically just creating uh, helping to create successful fitness entrepreneurs, whether they're startup, uh, fitness trainers, gyms, coaches, athletes, or whether they're established. What's, um, what's, your, what's been your favorite part of running the business that you're running? For me, it's the, it's the client success. Uh, we, you know, the money is secondary for me. Um, and I think if you, if you're passionate and you really work towards something where, 
you know, you, you see the, the, the main goal. So for me, the, the main goal is that we want to change as many lives as possible. Mm-hmm. And the way that we do that is by making these successful fitness entrepreneurs. So whether that is, you know, whether that's somebody's goal is to, you know, become a pro athlete or to lose fat or whether it's to yeah, become a gain muscle or an endurance runner, whatever that may be, whatever their goal is, mm-hmm. uh, we want to help as many fitness trainers within their niche, mm-hmm. basically uh, get as many customers as possible. So if we can help our clients succeed, then indirectly we're changing the world and making the world a better place. So that's kind of my main goal and vision. And I'd like to see a million customers uh, sign up you know, within our uh, platform that we have Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we do that by, like I said, helping our our, our clients' uh, success. So, so yeah, that that's the exciting part for me. Is you know we've seen some clients go from you know literally have no money at all. You know now they're earning five five figures a month, nice. and uh, you know it's amazing to see. So um, and some even close to six figures a month. Or some are six figures a month. So, nice. uh, so yeah, it's really cool to see. That is pretty cool. What was your biggest struggle? Starting uh, when you were start when you first started out, um, affluence or even just the biggest struggle day to day for your current business, what like and how do you overcome those? Yeah, I think for me, I'm I'm very um, unorganized, <laughs> and I I've got that entrepreneur's disease, the shiny object syndrome of trying to like jump from one thing to the next. No, so I think I think I've learned over the years not to jump. So make sure that finish one task, one strategy at a time, because in digital marketing, you can get sucked into so many different strategies. So many channels, different, yeah. so, many channels yeah. some, so many software, some software out there, you know, there's thousands yeah. of different ways in how you can build your business. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I see something new now, I'm like, wow, this looks cool. But I'm like, right, just knock that aside. I'm not interested. I'll look at that once I finish this. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so, um, no more shiny object syndrome. That's it. Yeah. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs are guilty for that. And that is why they actually don't grow their business because they have so many half built bridges within their business. They're just not growing. So, mm-hmm. so my advice is always just finish one strategy at a time, split test, be patient and don't give up. So going back to what you were saying earlier about, you know, um, trying to find a strategy that works, whether that's email, mm-hmm. keep working at it, split testing it, be patient uh, until you start building that bridge. And I think prioritizing time because time is, you know, our biggest asset, you know, we, yeah. if we haven't got anything else. We haven't got time. So mm-hmm. I think it's very important that uh, we organize our day well on strategies and different things that we're doing. And do you have, now do you have, I know you say you're disorganized, but do you have like a morning routine? Like do you meditate in the morning or like, how do you start off your day? I'm more of a night owl. I am. And I okay. kind of, I kind of, work until one two o'clock in the morning usually i would say 80 percent of the time especially between monday and friday um and i'm okay on six hours sleep and i and i and i work to to those hours because i find it fun it's a hobby so i don't do it because it feel you know because it's work i do it because Mm -hmm. i actually enjoy it so rather than me gonna you know watch a film on netflix or you know, going to pay, play the PS4 or something like that. You're working. I'm basically, I'm more than happy to go back to my office space here as I'm working from home because of the pandemic. Yep. I just get stuck into the graph because I absolutely love it. So, so that's, um, you know, because 
again, putting all my focus into my business, um, you know, and it's just a pleasure growing this business at the moment with such a fantastic team. But also, um, <clears throat> like I said, it's like a hobby. And I think that's when you, when you run in a business, if it doesn't feel like a hobby, then it's probably not working out for you. <laughs> wow. That's well said though. I like that. Uh, what's it called? I was going to, I was about to ask you, how, how has, uh, how has the pandemic affected your business? Has it gone up? Has it gone down? Has it stayed neutral? It's definitely gone up. Uh, I think, I think this is definitely a learning curve to all businesses about jumping online, mm. uh, especially high street shops, retail, uh, the ones who haven't yet gone to online. This has been right. a real wake up call for them. Mm. Uh, so in my business, uh, I think everybody kind of, uh, I'll tell you the ones, the clients of mine who won, the majority who won were the ones who adapted. Mm. Uh, they sh were showing that they were compassionate to their audience. They were helping them through the pandemic. I think it's a mindset issue, you know, as well, because, you know, you've got a lot of uncertainties going on. Yep. So our clients, a lot, that, a lot of fear. I think a lot of clients who were educating and influencing our clients say hey everything's going to be okay don't let this affect your fitness goals i've got an amazing home workout program from for you the ones who adapted and changed the home workout were definitely the ones who who won the ones who didn't adapt then they they struggled a little bit more but on the whole um we saw nothing but our sales increase which was great for us but you know it's, it's awful to see so many businesses that have struggled and mm -hmm. i hope now this is a wake-up call that the business owner that says I'm not interested in Facebook, I'm not interested in social media, I'm not interested in online. They have a wake up call and mm -hmm. they realize that it's not about them. It's about their customers. So it's exactly. about adapting to their business. Yep. And so you got to go where the attention's at. If people are online, right. you got to go online. That's how That's it works. Right. But um, yeah, I guess what, um, I mean, moving forward, everything's definitely, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's definitely, a, it's, it has to have been a wake-up call to every business. Uh, um, I guess what what's one tip that you have for a fitness coach who's starting out, uh, especially during these times? Take their business online. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the there's so many, so many still, you know, uh, and I, I've got nothing against this at all. And it's a great way to start build relationships. Uh, and obviously getting a feel for the business is to have one-to-one -one clients. Mm -hmm. but the problem with a fitness coach that has one-to-one -one clients is that they can only grow the business to a certain level until mm -hmm. they get burned out. So once you get to that level where you're literally just creating meal plans, creating personal personalized workout programs, creating, uh, sorry, uh, actually conducting one-to-one -one sessions, whether that's through zoom, whether that's face-to-face, -face. Mm -hmm. like I said earlier, the only thing we have is time. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, I would definitely be looking to take the business online because especially now with the way that the pandemic has gone and a lot of the people who have suffered from COVID are the ones who have been obese and overweight and just mm -hmm. generally, you know, not healthy. So uh, I think this is a great opportunity to, you know, just to, there's a big pool of prospects out there for mm -hmm. fitness trainers. So by creating a brand, creating a social, social media, cha uh, plat social media pages, uh, for example, on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and start giving value, mm -hmm. uh, then, um, 
yeah, that's what I'd be doing. So take it online and then just start giving as much value as possible. Free workouts, free nutritional advice, just, 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 just helping people. And um, if you're given value, then you've got a great chance to convert them into a paying subscriber. Sweet. Sweet. Sounds awesome. So when it comes to, uh, I guess, generating traffic, in my opinion, it's always better to find a source of warm traffic before uh, going towards paid ads. Would you, do you have, do you agree or do you disagree or what are your thoughts on that? I, I agree. I, I definitely agree. I think uh, if you're going to hit a cold traffic ad, um, let's say you're doing a Facebook ad and uh, you're hitting a cold audience, then basically that just needs to be an awareness uh, type of ad. So in, for example, in, in, in the fitness world, it would be a free workout video. Um, and then based on actual video views, that would go into the warm audience mm. where we would market uh, the second ad, which could be something like a free guide download or free, free blueprint or free cheat sheet or something of that sort of free seven day program for free right. or something like that. Right, right, right. And then once they obviously download that, then they go into the hot traffic audience. So you'd be taking them through that slowly. And then you retargeting them with a with a promotional offer, so that's kind of a standard type of uh, Facebook ad that we would uh, use for our client. Cool, cool. And I guess final question would be: um, Are you are you fo is influencer focus on just physical uh, health, or is there mental health? You have mental health clients also, so like meditation or uh, self help and stuff like that. We, we, we have some um, who are kind of fitness and mental health, but okay. a majority are just fitness coaches. But we have teamed up with a, um, a sports psychologist who's we've added actual mindset videos into their customer's dashboard. Oh, that's awesome. so, so, yeah, so then they can obviously listen to an expert, especially right, right. during the tough times that we've been in. So there's like a mindfulness, you know, mindfulness and well-being library of just videos to help them through this period um but it's definitely an area i think that we could be pursuing in the future for sure because i think that is where you know looking at what's going on in the world uh more than ever before i think there's more people who are have got anxiety and depression oh, yeah. and, uh, a lot of people so, yeah. who haven't felt you know panic attacks are now having panic attacks and stuff like that like a lot of people are you know it's hitting a lot of people hard mentally absolutely yeah, yeah that's right I mean, I went through it myself. I mean, just before I started my business, actually, um, I had a, like a, a family tragedy and hit me, you know, like hit me for six. Honestly, it was, it was terrible. And so for about three or four months, I was just having, I don't know, just depressed. I was anxious. I was, I thought everybody was going to die around me. I mean, it was awful, you know, but yeah. um, I came out the other end and I just thought, oh, I wouldn't wish my worst enemy, you know, to have that. So mm -hmm. I think, that's kind of where, where I am right now in my business to help people, you know, and it starts if they're, if they have, if they're working towards their fitness goals, you know, fitness is definitely a way to cure uh, or to be, to be positive and to cure uh, that anxiety absolutely. and depression. So if they're focused on their fitness goals, you know, it can really uh, inject some happiness into their life. Absolutely. Get that blood pumping. <laughs> absolutely. Mate. Um, but Gareth, that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, where can the audience find out more about you? 
Sure. So uh, my Instagram page, instagram.com forward slash Gareth, G-A-R-E-T-H underscore A-F. Um, and if, you, if you're a fitness trainer, you're looking to obviously uh, grow your business online, go to www.affluencer.com. That's A-F-L-U-E-N-C-R. We spell it a very different way, .com. And um, yeah, that's me. So I, I always post in... <clears throat> business tips on Instagram, uh, try and help my audience. You don't have to be, you know, in the fitness, if, uh, fitness industry. If you're just simply looking to grow an online business and giving online business tips and just general business tips as well. So, uh, yeah, you can catch me on there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Gareth. I know you're a very busy man. I know I enjoyed having you on the show today. I know someone in both of our audiences will grab some type of value from today's episode. Um, But guys, don't forget to share this episode. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, like our Facebook page, at Digital Entrepreneur Investor. Um, And that is it for today's episode. I will see you guys on Friday. Enjoy your week, guys. Stay tuned for what's to come on Friday. And guys, I'm trying to be more consistent with my instagram stories my lives and everything just become trying to build engagement there um so if you guys want to know more about me uh throughout the week you guys can definitely check it out uh check out you know the instagram at digital entrepreneur investor i'm definitely going to be putting more lives and more stories up there so if you guys want to check out you know a peek into the life of alex santiago go ahead and check out the instagram page all right i will see you guys friday take it easy peace